on the road to Mac Stock with Dave Hamilton. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free flipboard magazine that brings you some of the best Mac, iPhone, and iPad productivity tips on the web. High in signal, low in noise, just like Mac Voices, Mac Voices Magazine includes information on how you can get more out of your Apple technology. Subscribe at macvoices.com slash magazine or search for Mac Voices Magazine on Flipboard. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, one more time on the road to Mac stock with one last speaker. We finally rounded up Dave Hamilton of Mac Geekab. Dave, it's great to have you. Thanks so much for doing this. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to talk about at Mac stock. I'm looking forward to seeing what I'm going to talk about at Mac stock too. Thanks for having me, Chuck. (laughs) That's not what you're supposed to say, Dave. Um, Oh, right. You're you're supposed to be talking about what you're going to be talking about. So do do we have options? I mean, are you doing an Allison Sheridan on me? (laughs) Um, Maybe I, so I am scheduled to do two sessions at Mac stock. The the first one is well, which is the second one, but the first one I want to talk about, is we are doing a a live Mac Geek Gab there. Now, Mac Geek Gab is an interesting show to do live. We've done them before. We usually sort of just default to uh, stump the stump the geeks, where we let people in the room ask questions. We try to answer the questions and discuss at least how we would go about answering the questions. And that works out great. And it's kind of a nice way to show up and punt on, uh, you know, without having to do any prep work which is great for someone like me. Uh, That's not exactly what we're doing this time. We will do some uh, Stump the Geek, but Mac Geek Gab just turned 18, you see. And that means Mac Geek Gab is old enough to vote. Along with voting comes primaries and caucuses. And so Saturday at MacStock at 4 p.m. Central Time will be the first Mac Geek Gab caucus there will be many people there and i noticed this as i was looking at like the list of speakers and attendees there will be many people there who have been on the show over the years and so i'm going to bring up a bunch of them and we're going to talk through probably my guess is we'll have time to do three issues maybe four uh tech things of course apple related things uh that have evolved over the 18 years of the show and we will discuss them as a caucus does, and then we will vote on whether we are in better shape today or worse shape today, and whether we like the changes, we like the direction, or don't like the direction. And we'll do this for, like I said, three or four topics. And so, uh, so Mac Geekab Caucus is the the first thing that uh, that I'm doing at Mac Stock, and I'm I'm excited about this. I think it should be fun. Um, so Mac Geek Gab will never make it to 19 if you're getting into politics. I mean, that's just, oh no, this is the closest we're getting to politics and we're not talking politics. Oh, okay. This is, these are tech issues, Chuck, not political issues. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, so, so the format will be a political party, but not this talk, not the, the subject matter. No. Not the topics, not the subject matter. Correct. We will talk about, we, I mean, there may be an incendiary topic like Mac hardware. 
Has it gotten better or worse over the years? Or perhaps Mac soft, Mac OS itself has that. Where where are we in terms of the software? But no, we're not going to talk about politics. And in fact, though, I think there would be a fantastic discussion to be had about how social media has evolved from where it was 18 years ago. And yes, it existed 18 years ago. Forums before that, bulletin boards, all of that into where it is today. I would love to have that discussion I have been informed by my potential uh, caucus members that that could devolve quickly into a political conversation. And so maybe I'd best avoid that. So (laughs) I I would concur with your caucus members on that one (laughs) that that they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Yes, they're not wrong. But it, it is it is definitely a discussion worth having on somebody's show at some point, because it is it it would be if you could control the just tone down people's emotions. It could be a really great discussion. That's the thing is, I, you know, we never talk politics on the on that show or any of the shows that I do, including the business show uh, that I do called Business Brain. Uh, so I am so used to talking about these these topics that could be hot button topics without them actually being hot button topics in a political sense that I completely lost the focus that some people might actually turn that into a political topic. And so, uh, you, you know, that's that, so we're not going to do that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do that. We might do that, Chuck. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, so, I reserve so, the right. <laughs> you're, you're leaving just that little hatch to escape through. It's my hatch. I built the hatch. I get to open it if I want. <laughs> now, I honestly, I'm afraid it's been too long. I can't remember when you did the the first Mac Geekab at MacStock, whether it was broadcast or whether it was just recorded. And so the, the question is, will this be broadcast or will it be just be recorded for a later release? Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. I think it will be broadcast. It all depends on the technology available in the room. Uh, the plan is to stream it live like we do the recordings of most of our other episodes. If we're unable to do that, then we simply won't do that. We'll just record it and and release it later. My, the plan is that it will be an episode of Mac Geek Gab in the, the stream, like, you know, in the in the feed, like everything else. But I'm also planning for contingencies if say the recorded audio isn't great or whatever that we won't be forced to release that as an episode we might release it as like hey here's this thing we did the audio sucks but if you want to hear it here you go hopefully that's not the case but you know there's you know you know how these things go (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah yeah well Look, we all have to plan, and then there's the plan, and then what actually happens. So, plan B and all the rest. That's right. Yeah, or the or the plan that you never never got a letter because you never thought you had to go there. (laughs) Right, Uh, right. That's oh, you mean like life? Yeah, yeah. that's right. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yes. Plan L, plan life. Yes, plan L for life. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's usually where it winds up. (laughs) So that's 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 one session that, of course, I'll be doing with with a group of people. and and then I will be doing a solo session. And I really don't even like the term solo session. I'll explain why. Um, because it's not solo. Uh, about Synology in the home, using a Synology disk station in your home. For those of you who don't know, Synology disk stations are network-attached storage devices. And I realize I'm not helping the definition if you don't already know what these are. These are computers 
without a monitor that sit in your home and have space for lots of disks, lots of storage in them. They are generally used to store things on, but they do have a chip in them. And so you can do all sorts of fun things. One of the uh, one of the things that many people choose to do with these is run a media server on them, like a Plex server or something like that. They can also be used, of course, as a file server in your home. They can do all sorts of other really cool things that you might want to do in your house and uh, and even your small office. And so we'll talk through, you know, probably a handful of those things and uh, try to distill down why you might want one of these and how to get started with one, because I, I think that's 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 a question a lot of people have. And the nice part is for people who already have these things. You're probably doing some of the stuff we'll talk about, but not all of it. And when I say I don't like the term solo session, well, that's what I mean is it's, you know, MaxDoc, The one of my favorite things about MaxDoc is that it is a converse, an in-person conversation. It's so much a community event that also has an educational component, right? It's community and education. It's not just one to many. It's many people talking with one ringleader, you know, so... I'll I'll be the ringleader for the Synology event. <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking forward to that because I've got a couple Synologies here, and I know that I'm not taking full advantage of them. Um, and every time I start down that path, something always gets in the way, and I just never seem to get there. So I'm anxious to have you maybe demystify some of it and and educate me as to whether my aspirations are too great for my technical skill or whether it's just I'm trying to do something that shouldn't be done. Um, but whichever way it goes, I, I will come out ahead. All right. Well, then then we can help each other here because it is a community event and I will be taking questions from the audience. But given that you'll be in the audience and you uh, caught me ahead of time, what are some of the things that you've tried to do and have yet to succeed with on your disk station? If I can put you on the spot. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind sharing some of that. Um, I've, I've had challenges getting the, the media server set up so that I can, I can media serve <laughs> only yeah. certain things as opposed to my full media library. Um, because there, there's some things that just, I, you know, I, I don't want to put into a streaming situation. Um, sure. So trying to figure out how to compartmentalize that and say, okay, I only want to share like maybe this, this file, this this folder full of TV episodes, and that folder full of movies, yep. and and trying not to necessarily have to duplicate the uh, the way the way it's in my head, Dave is I I would like to have certain TV shows and certain movies show up in the media server, yep. but not have to duplicate them into a separate. Uh, section folder you know whatever so that just they show up did that make that makes perfect sense it absolutely does and i i I understand and i don't only do i think i have an idea as to how to sort of present how to do that it's something i already do probably for similar reasons as to you'd want to do it it's like these are the things i want to share but these are kind of my home movies or whatever and i don't want you know there's no reason to have those out there so yes compartmentalizing absolutely that's a great I would not have thought to add that to the session had you not asked. And it is a perfect thing to add to the session. So, yeah, good. Well, it's I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, it's like, OK, there's this terrible temptation to just throw everything in there. And it, listen, at the very least, depending on how much of a of, of a 
of a digital pack rat you are, you may have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll to find what you're looking for um, if you don't want to bother with the search. And as, as a, as instead, it's like, okay, these are just some things that I always want available to, to stream or, you know, or move things in and out. Maybe a, I, um, a not yet watched folder, let's say, or not yet watched section that could be added and have it be automatic in, in some fashion. Again, I, yeah. I hope that's making sense. It's making perfect sense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. A- anything else while I'm putting you on the spot? I know you're supposed to be asking me about this, but this is like, this is valuable stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, how did... Every once in a while you get a guest who flips it around on you. Um, you know, the other thing I guess is just the best way to to organize files and, and yeah. I've, I've said this on this, on this show before that I was very much, very, very, very much a Drobo fan because mm. Drobo was, was sim- simple and, you know, yeah, they had it set up so you could do some things with it. Definitely not nearly as much as the Synology, but it had the benefit of just being this big pile of storage that I could organize the way I wanted. And I sometimes feel like I may not be getting the most out of the Synology system. By using that same file, that same folder mentality, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, that's a I, yes. Okay. This is amazing. This is great. So thank you. If, if you or anyone comes up with other ideas in the next, you know, days leading up to Mac stock, uh, you know, email me feedback at MacGeekGab.com. I will, I will see it and I will incorporate your suggestions into the, into our presentation there for sure. And if not, Dave will just be doing the session just for me. So <laughs> that's okay. I, you know, like I said, the, these are community events. I I love the interaction at some level, not just at some level, at a, at a big level. I miss this. It's this will be my first in person Mac stock since pre COVID since 2019, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to getting back to it. You know, it's it's interesting. Every conference obviously saw a pause because of COVID lockdowns. And a lot of, I, I think a lot of people that sort of automatically attended certain conferences every year, it gave us all an opportunity to rethink that and be more intentional again about deciding, do I want to go to that one? Do I want to go to this one? Does this conference even need to exist? This, that, and the other thing. And I think it's the conferences like MacStock where there are, there is a huge community element to it that will survive and thrive as as people are sort of you know figuring out which ones to go to because most of the people on stage are going to be like me, sharing something, teaching about something that we, in some way, shape, or form teach about all the time in whatever our our public lives are, right? And so there is this sort of voyeuristic part of the conference where it's like, oh, you get to go and watch, you know, a Mac Geek Cab happen in person. Okay, well, those happen anyway. You can consume them all the time. You just don't get to be there for it, right? And you get to go see Dave rant about Synology or, or, or Chuck rant about whatever you're going to rant about. Like, like, these are things that we do as a natural course of our... Uh, our lives and you know maybe not in exactly this way but certainly in uh you know in some way but it's the interactivity that brings me there and i think it's that which brings everyone there because you can certainly 
Don't feel bad if what you want to do as an attendee is sit there silently and just absorb. By all means, enjoy the event the way you want to enjoy it. But there will be people, and you listening maybe one of them, who wants to be interactive in these moments. And please take advantage of that. Like, that's what these things are for. Uh, I always invite people to interrupt me while I'm speaking. I reserve the right to change that rule at any point in time, generally for the entire crowd or specifically for certain members. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, otherwise, I want to know, is this landing... Is there something I missed? Do, you know, where does the sentiment of the room want to take this? And let's do it together. So I, I, I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a blast. And, and you, I, I like the way you describe the characteristics of MacStock, because as much as I enjoy CES and NAB, there's a high percentage of it that's just not for me. And MacStock, I think, no matter what your, what your expertise level the interest level is going to be there for 99.9% of the sessions. And you're going to come away with something from, again, 99.9% of the sessions, unless you choose not to. That's that's your your prerogative. Yeah. And that's your choice. Like, yeah, Enjoy it how you want. But <laughs> there are some recommended paths that you could take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, I always I, learn stuff. I, I love going to all of the sessions because – I was going to say, even if I'll say, especially if it's something that I think I already know about seeing how someone else does it, it you know, it, it, again, like, let's say there were two Synology sessions. I, I wouldn't recommend that for conference organizers, but, you know, let's say there were uh, it, it, I would go to the other one and I guarantee you. I would be there with the goal of learning the most from that. It's like, OK, even if this person's agenda is exactly the same as mine. They are going to do things differently. I want to watch how they do this stuff because I'm going to learn something about, at the very least, their mindset of how they approach these things. Like you said, we could both have Plex servers running, but if you saw how mine was running, even if I wasn't intentionally teaching you about, okay, here's how I organize things, you would see it and your hand would go in the air real fast. And you'd say, how did you choose how to do that? And be like, oh, right. Yeah, of course. So yeah, no, that's great. It, it's one great thing about about being tech support for family and friends is you're you're looking over their shoulder and and I'm constantly fascinated and and sometimes terrified at the way that people maybe have their computers set up um, and how they manage you know something as simple as the window arrangement on their on their machine um, and the you know the, you have those people that they open an app and then quit it and then go to another app open it quit it and then go back to the first app and it's like. Oh, okay. You know, if that, if that helps you stay organized, that's fine. It seems counterproductive to me. And and I know a number of people that are like that. Yep. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, it, it yes. I, I, I was going to say, if you want to really terrify someone, force them to use your computer, your way to do their work. It's never going to work out. You know, even if you do literally the same job, it's like, yeah, just switch computers for the day. I, you know, these people would be in tears. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's very personalized. Like you said, even just the arrangement of like where you put windows on your on your desktop, like that alone, it's probably it would probably be fascinating for us all to sit down at MacStock, open up our laptops and just 
kind of go around the room and say, you put your email over there. Wait, why? You know, wait, wait, you put Safari here. Like, what do you do that for? Oh, let me explain. You know, like there's, there's all these things that we do that would be helpful to others that, uh, that we don't even think about anymore because it, we've done them for ourselves. And then that's the end of it. We're not going to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I'm going to go this far. Um, are you a dock on the side guy, a dock on the bottom guy, or a dock, uh, hide the dock completely guy? So I am absolutely a dock on the left diehard, and, and I leave it there. It is visible all the time. And I chose that years ago because I, on every screen I use, I have more uh, horizontal real estate than I have vertical real estate. And I want my windows to be as tall as they can be, some windows to be as tall as they can be. And so giving up space for the dock at the bottom made no sense to me. I give it up on the left, and it works out great. Okay. I've always been a dock on the bottom guy. I've tried the left. I've tried the right. It just doesn't feel quite right. But yeah, I, I, I get that. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, it's so. It, my, my solution has been to buy uh, high, higher res monitors. <laughs> <laughs> well, as with most issues, throw money at it, and the problem—if it doesn't go away—it at least gets better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, I, before we get away from the the Mac Geek Gab stuff, though, uh, do you know will Pilot Pete be attending? I am nearly certain that Pilot Pete will be there too. Yep. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I've, I've listened to the show, and I know there was a little doubt at some point about his schedule, but I'm glad to hear that it sounds like it's getting closer to being a yes. Yeah, we we figured. Yeah, we figured that out. It's it, yeah. Put a little intention behind it. Add a little money to the mix. Stir vigorously, and I think Pilot Pete will be there. Just what you said. Throw money at it. You got it. You know that's the way it goes. Say uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this analogy session to get my questions answered. If nobody else gets theirs answered, um, but fine by me. Just, yeah, just to uh, to see Mackie Gab live and in person again, and and see all our friends and meet all those friends we haven't met yet, because you know that's what yeah. happens. That's what happens. That's the best part about Mac Stock. I, you know, I and I, and I've had this conversation with Mike Potter. Uh, you know, it it is there is a huge and between education and community or between community and education it, like that they are equal on equal footing there. Uh, and I might even argue that community is is a little bit higher on the list than education, uh, just just because to me, that's such a that's a huge part of this, especially this year. Especially yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, I'm with you because I missed last year because of COVID um, that I didn't get to yeah. go to the, the it was it was a pared down conference, but I didn't get to attend. Right. So this will be my first one, too, since pre-pandemic. So, yeah. Um, so you mentioned Mackie Gibb. Where else should folks reach out to uh, to touch base with you or see what you do? You can find me at Dave Hamilton on most services, including threads. Uh and I'm on Mastodon as well. So, yeah, yeah, hunt me down and uh, and and ask me questions, share things with me, whatever you, whatever you want. I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. Great. Thank you, Dave. I'll see you in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, less than that. 
Folks, we would love to see you in less than a couple of weeks at Max Talk. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, uh, the in-person tickets are sold out, although I think Mike does have a wait list, so just in case you might want to get on it. MaxTalkConferenceAndExpo.com is where you go for that. But also, um, Mike is selling a virtual ticket. He'll be streaming the sessions live, so you'll get to see them live. Uh, we don't know exactly how that's going to look just yet. Uh, hoping to get a little more detail on that. But bottom line, max.conferenceandexpo.com. Go check it out. Sign up for the virtual ticket and join us virtually. We're going to have a great time. Until the next time, I'm Chuck Joyner. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.